The biggest hurdle between me and eating healthy, delicious meals for lunch is decision fatigue. Honestly, by the time lunchtime rolls around, I've already made like a thousand decisions from what my toddler should wear to how much I want to argue with her about how you have to brush your teeth in the morning, you know? <laughs> for sure, for sure. No, I absolutely agree. And like I have taken to doing meal preps or like buying a bunch of ready to eat meals to like heat up quickly. And I recently tried Factor. And let me tell you, Factor is like 12,000 steps above and beyond any ready to meet eat meal I have ever tried before. That's right. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef curated, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started and get after your goals. I tried the two-minute meals where I could fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. And they also offer pancakes, smoothies, and more. There's a wide variety of easy options throughout the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Plus, there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup required. Factor is also flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution when you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And you don't want to make any more decisions because you're exhausted, like me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 and use code justbreakup50 to get 50% off. That's code justbreakup50 at factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 to get 50% off. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who doesn't want to keep trying. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. No, we are not. We are not professionals. We are not trained in any of this. This podcast is a supplement to your Love that. personal journey. Yeah, we're <laughs> like a, we're like a vitamin, you. you know, we're useless. You just pee us out. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is all to say, you should literally take everything that we say with a grain of salt um, and uh, take our advice as you see fit. We're only here to offer our humble musings. Hopefully we shed some understanding and maybe some laughs about the incredibly rewarding, but mostly confusing experience that is love. All right, I'm going to just dive into today's letter. It's do, from do it. the bad guy whose pronouns are she, her, who is writing to us from Aftermath USA. Content warning for this letter. There are very brief mentions of an eating disorder and physical and psychological abuse. Hi, Sam and Sierra. Me and my husband have been together for 10 years now. We have a beautiful two-year-old daughter who is perfect in every way that a two-year-old can be. And we, are both, <laughs> and we both love her very much and want what's best for her. He is a wonderful and involved father, and he's so kind and supportive and loving as a husband as well. But our relationship did not start out like this. Pitch, picture perfect picket fence stupidity. 
For the first seven-ish years, neither of us were very good partners to each other. I had an intense eating disorder and often made him worried about my well-being because of it. He was incredibly physically and psychologically abusive, and I feared for my life nearly every day. I won't go into details, but it was bad. I tried to leave multiple times during the first years for reasons ranging from I just don't want to be in this relationship to you keep saying things will change and they never do. I always went back. But when he found out that I was pregnant three years ago now, everything changed. He hasn't done anything since, and he is the most loving and supportive human I know. I've been in therapy for years now, and we just started couples therapy about six months ago after years of me begging him to go. I'm trying to make this relationship work and to reward his changed behavior and the fact that he's an amazing father and husband. But I want out. I am 90% sure that I do not want to be in this relationship anymore. It's not even that I am still scared. It's I don't love him anymore. His emotional style doesn't connect with mine. And I guess I'm still a little bit scared. But I don't think it's his fault. It's more just who I am. That being said, I feel like I can talk to him about most things. He can be funny and creative and we have similar interests and I think similar values. It's hard for me to trust his values have changed, but that's what they, but that is what he says. We talk about our relationship and I've told him that I want a divorce and that I don't love him, but he really thinks things can change, that this relationship is somewhere I can be happy if we keep trying. I know that if I cannot be all in with the relationship, then therapy will never work. And everywhere I go, I read things about how, quote, any relationship can work if you just try hard enough. I feel like the bad guy, the problem, because I want to give up on this relationship. I want to find somewhere out there not tainted by an awful communal past where I can feel safe and connected and where things can be mm. easy at least 30% of the time. I feel like I've completely checked out. I'm hitting on guys at the bar and enjoyed it when they flirt back. And I'm telling people that I'm already divorced and just being a total asshole. I feel like my temper is getting shorter and shorter with my husband at home. I hate who I am. And I feel like it's so different than who I want to be. As awful as it sounds, I wish he hadn't changed so that this decision wouldn't make me the bad guy. Logically, I know that it would be absolutely not. Logically, I know that would absolutely not help anything. Mm. I also don't want to hurt him by leaving him. I don't, but, and I don't want to hurt our daughter by breaking up the family when it could be good if I just tried hard enough. If this relationship can be good, if I just try hard enough, then why don't, then don't I owe it to him to be all in? And how do I even do that? How do you want something that you just don't want? I know this is a long convoluted question. I apologize. I guess I'm just hoping for some sort of something. Mm. All right, the bad guy. Um, thank you for writing to us. I want to say that you are not the bad guy in the situation because there are lots of different circumstances in this that are making things way more complex than just one person is good and one person is bad. Um, I want to say that I am sorry that this relationship has been so tumultuous, so abusive, Um and that you're feeling, even as things seem to be getting better, this this sense of unease in this relationship. And I want to say that it's really understandable that you still are struggling to trust that you are in this place where you are feeling like you can't get to a point where you want to make this relationship work. And I want to say from the outset that that's okay. 
That is Mm. your prerogative. That is a choice that you get to make in this relationship and for yourself. Um, So we're going to get into some ideas, some love for you in this situation in just a moment. But before that, we're going to take a quick break. All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know, I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. (laughs) Stop wasting money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. (laughs) We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, my darling. 
Thank you so much for writing and trusting us with this letter. I feel honored to tell you that you absolutely have tried hard enough to make this relationship work. Mm. And you, as a human being who deserves respect, physical safety, kindness, love, empathy, effort, returned effort, you Mm. 100% have done everything that you can do to make this relationship work. And you have every right to leave it. You have a right to be the bad guy. And let me let you in on a little secret. There doesn't have to be a bad guy for you to justify the f- you leaving. You don't need him to be bad or then you become bad, right? To say like, this mm-hmm. is no longer working. You're mm-hmm. right. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt your husband. Um, it's sad when things don't work out. It's also an absolutely understandable outcome after years of physical and emotional abuse that you don't, that you can't just start over, that you can't sure. let go of the fact that that he made you feel that way and he treated you that way, right? Um, you deserve to start over. It's okay that you can't let go of the past. It's okay that you can't fully forgive. It's okay that you can't fully be safe. You've yep. done enough. It you wrote, you know, like if I can I can I just make it work if I tried harder. You tried hard enough. You did <laughs> you have it. Tried, yeah, absolutely. And there's no like community service that you need to do to make this work. There's nothing that I I know for a fact that I have stuck around in shitty and abusive relationships because I just wanted to make all of that shittiness worth it. I wanted to be like I stuck around, and guess what? Look, we have a great relationship now. But even even if he's not physically and emotionally abusing you anymore, is he the person you want to be with? Or do you just mm-hmm. want to make it work and make it all worth something? Right. Um, I think you're worth, you're worth it. You are worth making this decision for. It doesn't yep. have to be for him. It doesn't even have to be for your daughter, although that is an added bonus. Don't think about it that you're separating a family. Think about it from the perspective that you are going to show your daughter how not to settle for something, how to, to listen to your intuition, to listen to your heart, to prioritize your safety and your well-being, mm-hmm. and show your daughter that you shouldn't stay in relationships just to, 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 to appease the cultural idea of a family, right? Families look all different in all different ways. And from the perspective of a divorced child from an abusive marriage, I am thrilled, literally thrilled that my parents separated because they were able to grow and heal in ways that they would not have been able to access if they were in the same relationship. It didn't, it affected my, my, my childhood in only good ways. Cause guess what? I didn't have to listen to my parents fight or see the physical ramifications of that in my childhood, right? Like I didn't mm-hmm. conflate those ideas with love only a little bit. Maybe a scout. <laughs> um, but like, you know, my parents, I think I, I think I just have the right ex- lived experience and, and my parents separated at the right time in my life for me to grow up and really understand that that was like a beneficial thing that they did because if they had stayed together, it would have been, it would have escalated and it would have been way more catastrophic. Um, so think of it as a gift that you're giving yourself that will have its benefits to your child. Spencer always jokes that I say that I'm pro-divorce. Um, I, uh, I just, 
I don't want people to look at divorce as this huge damaging failure. It mm -hmm. can hurt people a hundred percent. Sure. We have cultural conditionings around divorce that it, we failed our marriage and that we're, quote, breaking up our family. You are yeah. always a family. You are always a family. And I, we're not going to let, let's just throw out the idea in 2023 that we're going to priorita prioritize, you know, the where the family sleeps over the actual health and safety and the emotional growth of the people in the family. I'm just just bonkers to me. No, um, for sure. All makes sense. All makes sense. I'm just like ranting because I feel like we're, we prioritize the, the, the staying together over the actual health and you will be, you will be giving your daughter an, an, an immense gift because guess what? You're already seeing what it's like when you repress your needs and stay somewhere that you don't want to be. You're already acting out, right? You're already acting out to get what you're not getting from your marriage by, you know, flirting and like telling people that you're divorced. Like that is the roundabout not way to do this, but I know why you're doing it. I know why you're doing it because you can't give yourself permission just to say like, I want out, I've tried enough, I'm sorry, you know? Yep. yep. But you have every right, right to say that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think to like Sierra's point, you know, if this man is truly changed, if he is becoming a very supportive and loving human, then he can also yeah. be a supportive and loving co-parent, right? Like, yep. I think that this will, you know, if, if the only, if the only reason why he's being loving and supporting you is to keep you in a situation you don't want to be in, then like that is part of the problem, right? It's a continuation of the behavior that he exhibited in the first seven years of relationship of your relationship. Right. So I think that like you asking him for this for yourself will hopefully elicit a result that says like, yep, absolutely. If this is what we need to do, I will still be there for you and be there for the, the child. And I know lots of people who have really wonderful, loving co-parenting relationships with each other who have been divorced, right. right? Either because they got divorced because of a specific reason or because of the fact that they just didn't love each other anymore or because they knew that they weren't good with each other in relationship. Like, and I think that it's perfectly possible to do that. And like Sierra said, maybe even healthier for, you know, your daughter to see their parents, her parents love each other and not look at one right. as like a shell of a person who's like totally self-effacing to, to own, to keep their relationship going. And right. so I think like, I think as you're thinking about this, you know, this behavior that you're exhibiting around, like I'm, I'm flirting with people and I'm telling people that I'm already divorced. I think what you're trying to do is you're trying to get him to break up with you, right? Yep. You're trying to become so bad that he doesn't want to be with you anymore. And that's a tactic. <laughs> like I, I'm not going to like say that it's not an effective tactic for sure. But I, I do think that like for yourself, standing your ground here, sort of pushing back and saying, I want this divorce, this divorce is going to happen. So we're going to need to figure out how it's going to work is actually going to be a more effective option for you to, to make sure that this loving and supportive relationship that's blossomed from the birth of your daughter is also going to then extend into the co-parenting relationship that the two of you of you are going to have. And I know that it kind of sucks to be like, I've been putting so much effort into this relationship and now I have to put effort into the end of this relationship. Like I wish that you could just like end it quickly and not have to work through any of this, but, but 
breakups and especially sort of divorces or, or breakups that are going to move towards a future relationship take work. They take time. And, and as you're thinking about how to do this, I would encourage you to break up with your therapist, like continue to go to the couple's therapist as you are in the process of doing this divorce so that Mm. you two can still figure out how to be in relationship with each other for the benefit of the fact that you still care about this man, right? And he still clearly cares about you, but also so that you can be a really good team when it comes to co-parenting this beautiful, wonderful daughter that you have. But I think that the only way that you can do that, or at least let me... I think that one of the, maybe the more effective or maybe the more nutritious way of doing that is going to be about standing your ground around this breakup rather than trying to act out in a way that's going to make him want to leave you instead, especially given the volatility that he has had in your relationship and the fact that this kind of behavior might might trigger some sort of continued abuse in the relationship, right? Like, I want you to take advantage of the kindness that this person has moved into to, to get out of this relationship in a safe way. Um, because the fact that you don't trust him is totally understandable given the fact that he has been violent to you physically and emotionally in the past. And I, and I want to make sure that we're, that you're doing this in a way that's going to keep you and your daughter as, as safe as possible, knowing Mm -hmm. that, I know that it hasn't been happening in the last few years, but knowing that that is a pattern that your relationship can fall into really, really quickly. Yep. Uh, That was exactly the next point I was going to make is that like, I, there was the first thing I thought of upon reading this letter is that I want you to make a plan to, when you leave this relationship, like you would if the violence was still happening, because we don't know what this is going to trigger, yada, yada. Um, And I don't want to speak lightly about that whatsoever because, um, because we all know that that could, that could instigate something again. For sure. Um, Can I just like, also like interrupt for just a second and say like one, one thing about your letter. I just want to say that like, there's no equivalency between you having an eating disorder that was hard for him to handle and him being physically and emotionally abusive to you, right? Like the way that you sort of talked about that in your letter is like, we both did bad things to each other. And like, sure, sure. I get that. Absolutely. And like, like I said, there's you having an eating disorder that made him concerned about your well-being is not the same as him hurting you physically right. and emotionally, right? Like those are, you're not sort of equal players in the the unhealthy dynamic that was that relationship. For sure, right. like I can, we can talk about how your eating disorder made him feel and how that sort of like impacted him, but it's it's definitely like the the equivalency between those things is absolutely untrue. It is not, you were not equal players in the, the unsafety that existed in that relationship. Yes, I absolutely agree. Just just wanted to like, Um, I I, like that. that, Like I just want to, I didn't want to gloss over that. Let's let's stay on that note for a second. I just want (laughs) to say like, yeah, I would want out of this relationship too. Period. That's all I want to say is like, I, it is, you know, I often think about, something on this show that Sam taught me about like how it's the delayed revelation of healing 
that happens yeah. or like of clarity yep. or whatever that happens when you're in a traumatic situation or a stressful, toxic situation or abusive, you know, whatever. Like, if you, let's think about it this way. Um, you were in this relationship for so long. It was bad when it was really bad. And then somehow it got better. You had a child. You were really forced to put a lot of that stuff on the back burner um, mm-hmm. for 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 this this daughter um and now that it's has been good now that you can take a deep breath you know your baby is a toddler so you're not quite needed in the same way that you were when she was an infant um and and your partner finally decided to go to therapy like you are at a place of safety that your nervous system literally has not accessed in years and all of a sudden yep you are giving yourself permission to say wow all of that shit i experienced i don't i'm not over it i'm not over it and i fucking yep. would not be over it either i wouldn't be over it no absolutely the, not this it makes sense to me that there's this delayed it, right? revelation right <laughs> yeah. there's this delayed permission to say oh my god that was all awful and i don't i can't forgive you i can't unsee this and that's what it is mm-hmm. honey like mm-hmm. You, we endure things and then often with time, we can say, wow, I will never be able to unsee that. I can't unendure what I endured from you. And it is forever. This is what you can say to him. I love you. I'm so proud of the growth and change you've been through over the last couple of years. And I see and honor that growth. And I cannot unexperience the person that you were. That person will always be a part of who you are to me. Yep. And I deserve and you deserve to be with people without this history. You deserve to be seen as this better person, this more healed person. You know, you deserve to be with somebody who loves all of you and is capable of loving you presently and not constantly drawn back to that place of fear, you know, Mm -hmm. and you deserve to be with somebody who doesn't physically and emotionally abuse you or abused you. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is hard. You know, this is like, it's, it's again, one of those situations, like so many of the letters that we read where it is so hard in the middle of it. Uh, and so easy to look outside of it and say, here's the clear thing that we should be doing or thinking about. Um, so I, we're with you in the messy awkwardness of all of this. And we want, just want to say that you can trust this instinct that you have, this feeling that's finally emerging after years of fear to say, I don't mm-hmm. want to be in this anymore. I've spent enough time trying to placate this person, trying to get him to stabilize enough that we can both be safe. And now I, I'm realizing I don't, love him. I don't actually want to be in this. I'm done trying. I'm done giving all of this effort to this relationship. It's okay to do that. And I want you to be really honest about that. I want you to trust that that is absolutely true for you and that you have every right to decide that this relationship isn't for you. And you can demand and ask for and work towards finding a way to extract yourself from this relationship in a way that's going to be supportive and helpful and is going to take the best care possible of you and your daughter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We're sorry you're in this situation because it's all hard. 
Absolutely. I know that this, I know that this, you know, advice is only goes so far and that mm-hmm. you st- you're going to be stuck with the aftermath of it. But um, all of these feelings are reasonable and you deserve, um, it's okay. It's okay to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, we are all bad guys. We can't move through a life without having to be the bad guy and making the harder decision, you know. For sure. All right, my darling, I love you so much. We hope this helps. Thank you so much for writing. We love you. All right. Blind date, baby. (laughs) That brings us to the blind date segment of our show. Once a week, we like to shout out something that we love that we want to set you up with. And this week, we are sending you home with... A TV show called Love and Death. It is on... uh, Max now, although I'm always going to call it HBO Max. I know, forever. Um, Who? <laughs> yeah, never heard of her. Um, it is a miniseries by David E. Kelly, who I absolutely love, starring Elizabeth Olsen, about uh, two church-going families in the 19, late 1970s. Uh, and one of them has an affair with the other, and then things sort of like unravel in like a very... Um, based on a true story. Traumatic way. Yes, it's absolutely based on a true story. And I've kind of like moved away from true crime stuff in a lot of different ways. But what I really liked about this show was that it the majority of it takes place before the murder happens. And it is much more just about the interesting interpersonal relationships that the, that this couple and this community had with each other that were like, there was so much that was fraught and unsaid. Like it's very David E. Kelly type of storytelling, you know, David E. Kelly also did like pretty little lies and, uh, you know, like Ally McBeal, the practice, right. There's like a bunch of stuff that is really interesting about the way that he does storytelling. And I, I just really liked it. Elizabeth Olsen, uh, I feel like the gayest person it. for saying this, but like, I think that Elizabeth Olsen is like one of the greatest actresses of our time. <laughs> I love her. And I, I just, I think it's one of those, like, uh, for all of the, like the gays it's who are so like, funny. yes, any actress that can like sort of cry on cue and look like really good doing yes. it. We're like, Oh my God, Sarah give this Paulson. woman an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I love both of these women. <laughs> you know, it's like Laura Dern, like absolutely anyone yeah, who can yeah, do this yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, she just like does such an amazing job in this like it was just a joy to watch her cool. perform in this in yeah, this show totally. um so uh peter and i really loved it we're gonna watch the other one there's like one about the same murder on Candy. hulu as well yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> with jessica beal uh so we're gonna watch that one too just to like compare and contrast but yeah uh, i really liked uh love and death uh and would recommend it for anyone who jo- enjoys like kind of slow paced but also like very interesting and um, dramatic miniseries. Yeah. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more content from us or if you want ad-free episodes, you can always support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional weekly bonus episode as well as access to all of our episodes without ads. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod. You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship memes, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media, original music recording, producing all magical things by our good friend, Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his music and podcasts. And remember, 
it's okay if you tried really hard and it still didn't work out. You did the best that you could. It's okay to walk away from something that isn't working. You tried to make it work. I know you did. You deserve to feel safe and loved and appreciated now, in the future and in the past. It's okay to walk away. And if all else fails, just break up. <laughs>